The global pandemic has left millions of couples unsure of when and how they can get married. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatino, the owner of The Stylish Bride, and for the last 17 years, I've been working with clients on all of the fashion elements of their weddings. I know firsthand that as a bride today, you're faced with many hard decisions and lots of complicated feelings, but you also really want to enjoy this special time in your life. We're going to talk about all of it. Through interviews with industry icons, real brides, and some boots-on-the-ground knowledge, I'm here to help you navigate the tricky waters of getting married in the time of COVID, and hopefully have some fun along the way. Welcome to Season 2 of the podcast. I am so glad you're here. In the past episodes of my podcast, I've introduced our sponsor, Suba Skincare, and talked about how their hand sanitizer, Subatizer, has been a game changer for me. I carry it everywhere, and it's been amazing to have, especially as I stress about the new variants of COVID and worry about how to keep my family safe. Now, I know I can be a little obsessive, but I feel better when I'm prepared. So I stuck my purse and my car and my kids' backpacks with multiple masks and bottles of Supatizer and Super Soap. It gives me so much peace of mind to know that we're not depending on the stuff they give you in the store or school, because honestly, who knows if they will even have it. I don't know if you've had this experience lately, but I feel like every bathroom I use has an empty soap dispenser. I mean, I guess that's a good sign that people are using it. But if I didn't have my super soap with me, I'd be kind of grossed out. As it is, I never touch a doorknob that's not in my own house. But I can't even imagine not washing my hands. Listen, there's a lot of sanitizer options out there way more than there used to be. But what I love about this product is that even though it has the CDC recommended percentage of alcohol, it's still moisturizing because of the plant extracts they use. And at the end of the day, I've used it 50 times and my hands feel better than they did in the morning. And that's really saying something. I know that as you are planning your wedding, all of you are thinking of ways to keep your guests safe. Giving sanitizer has become common practice, so I encourage you to check out Supa for yours. Between their really cool packaging and the great scent, you won't be disappointed. And for large orders, they'll even match the colors of your wedding. Their website is supaskincare.com, and you can also find them on Instagram at the thesupaskincare. And as always, you can get a 20% discount by entering the code TSB20. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited that you're here and I have a fabulous guest that I'd like to introduce you to. It's Lizzie Sergi and she is a wife, a mother of two, and a one-on-one Weight Watchers coach that is actually a former client of mine. I worked with her on her wedding and I'm so excited to have her here today because we're talking about the extremely important and not very talked about experience of shopping for a wedding dress when you are not feeling your best weight wise. And it's sort of, this is part three of my Kirby Bride series. And I'm really excited to have you here, Lizzie. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. And like you said, I feel like this is something that isn't fully talked about. Um, and it's not necessarily just if you don't feel great in the moment, it's if you're on a journey to lose weight and you have these expectations and you're working really hard to get to a certain place, 
that doesn't always line up with the way dress shopping works. As you know, Marcy Bloom, my wedding planner, um, I had her on my Instagram recently and she said, you have to go shopping seven or eight months out. There's no two ways about it. And so what you want to do is you're losing weight for this big day. When you really start the process, I think mentally we're thinking about losing weight for the shopping day as much as, as the main day, because you want to think about how you're going to look in your dress. Right. And those things don't always align. No, it's so true. And actually, when I saw the way we reconnected about this, because just to clarify, I didn't shop with Lizzie. I was there for her wedding, for our wedding day service. So I wasn't involved in that process. And recently, when I was um, scrolling on Instagram, I saw the post that you did about your dress shopping journey, and it really resonated with me. And I felt like it was so much of what I try to talk about and and walk my clients through and how hard it is. That's how we reconnected. I instantly DM'd her and said, hey, would you do this? And she kindly said that she would because it was less than ideal. So why don't you just give us the, the brief story and like tell us a little bit about what happened with you? Absolutely. So I actually got engaged right before finding out I was pregnant with my first child. And I was also the heaviest I'd ever been when I found that out. I wasn't, from a health perspective, just wasn't in a great place. And so all of a sudden, these thoughts you have of the day you get engaged, like I don't have engagement photos. I didn't do an engagement shoot. I have one picture from the day I I got engaged. Automatically, I was off to a bad start with the experience that I think we, we all grow up hoping for and expecting, whether it's a societal thing or a train thing. I didn't have any of that. And did you not do the photos because you felt heavy? Yes. My husband, well, now husband, knew better than to set up a photographer because at the time I probably would have killed him. (laughs) I felt (laughs) terrible about myself. And so fast forward, I have my daughter and I started on WW. By the time I went dress shopping, just to be open, I, I had to lose 100 pounds. And I had lost about 40 by the time I went dress shopping. And so I felt great. Not what I wanted to be, but from the second the day started, I knew it was going to go downhill quickly because I felt great in clothes that fit me. I felt great compared to where I had been, but you get into the room and like, there's nothing made for a size. I mean, I was a size 12. I wasn't even plus size at the time. There's nothing made for you to try on. You're supposed to squeeze yourself into a size two or four. And so from the first place we walked in, I knew it was going to be a long day. And I also think the reality is the journey starts when you start looking online. Unless you're going to search plus size wedding dresses, which aren't the same as as regular size. You're going to be, you know, starting by looking at these women that look nothing like you in a dress that you're now supposed to imagine yourself in. And it's hard. Yeah. There aren't really any role models. I mean, did you look online to try to find inspiration? Or did you start by doing that? Like going through Instagram, going through Pinterest? I think everyone does. I mean, by the time I got engaged, I had like 17 wedding Pinterest things because I knew I was getting engaged. You know, my husband and I had talked about it. So there was definitely that I had looked, but I, I also think I will say in the grand scheme of things, I am very lucky that I know what looks good on me at any weight. I am someone that has been underweight. I have been normal weight. I have been overweight. So I, I know no matter what stage, like there are certain silhouettes that suit me. And so when looking, I at least had an idea of what 
I was looking for, which was helpful. I can't imagine the experience had I had no idea what I wanted. I had a few very important items, as you know, a few of them like Princess Diana train. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. Gown, it, was am- it was amazing. Big gown. And then a, a different, of course, a debatis. And not just that, though. So when we went shopping, I kept telling everyone, I don't want an A-line and not necessarily a drop waist. I need a dress that goes in at my waist continues to go tight around my hips, like a full old fashioned corset. And everyone kept bringing me these A-line dresses that hit my waist, but then bowed out. And so I kept saying, I was like, this is not what I'm looking for. Like, I I, I don't know how else to explain. Like, I'm, I'm literally drawing this shape for you. No, right. you'll look great in this. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big, a big thing. Be your own advocate. People are there to like try and push. Yes, they're there to make you feel beautiful. But like, if you don't know or aren't able to speak up if you don't like something. I know like I have friends who have a hard time saying like, yeah, this isn't my favorite. Oh, it's be-, you know, it can be tricky. So I had a, a compilation of things, but it's still, you go to try them on. Like is the Galia Lahav. We had gone to her showroom and I was in love with so many of her styles and they're beautiful, but I was never going to be able to fully see what I was going to look like on my wedding day in those dresses when I tried them on, because there was just nothing suitable to even let me see if it looked decent at the size I currently was. And I think that would be my biggest tip in general. If you are shopping either before a weight loss journey or while on a weight loss journey, you need to find a dress that still suits you the way you look now, because you don't know what's going to happen. You may lose 10 pounds. You may lose 50 pounds. You may lose no weight. You may gain weight. Life happens. And if you buy a dress that looks good on you, no matter what, you know that at on that wedding day, on your wedding day, like you are going to look fantastic and feel great because the dress, it, you know, you didn't buy a dress to fit in. You bought a dress that fit you that you've now made fit however you look. Absolutely. I tell that to my clients all the time. And I think people sort of believe you and kind of there's still this whole societal pressure of you have to look the best you've ever looked on your wedding day. And you and I were talking about this on the phone when we spoke. And, you know, I feel like we're just, as a group of women, we're sold this like, you know, storybook fantasy dream of what your wedding is supposed to be. And the reality is nothing is like that. But if you don't fit into this small box of what they've created as beautiful and as appropriate and as small, then, you know, it's a very hard thing to get through in a lot of ways. It really is. And I think you have to remember the only person you need to think about is yourself and and the person you're marrying. And if the person you're marrying loves you now, that's not going to change depending on what you look like on the one day, you know, you're dressed up to get married. No, it's true. I mean, it's it's funny because I, uh, when I have clients that talk to me about that and say, you know, I I just, I want to lose 50 pounds or whatever it is. I'm like, well, that's awesome. But remember, he asked you to marry him the way that you are today. And so a lot of it is self-inflicted pressure. In addition to, I think, you know, just societal demands of perfection, but I think women have this goal in their mind to be perfect. I did. I was like the thinnest I've ever been and ever will be most likely on my wedding day. I wish, I mean, like, look, you and I, I had a beautiful wedding. I looked beautiful and I still look back and think, I wish I was smaller on this, this one day. I ended up smaller six months later. So I, I got to where I wanted to be. 
it's hard. And I think we need to, and that's the thing too. So like going back to when you're looking online, why is it that the if you search plus size wedding dresses, they look so dramatically different than just showing the same wedding dress that you would wear at a size two at a size 14? It's problematic. I mean, you and I have spoken about this. When you told me about your new product, I thought it was the most incredible thing I've heard of because probably the most demoralizing part of the wedding dress experience is being hooked into a dress that is seven sizes too small with industrial strength construction clips. Like, how are we still doing that to women today? I don't know. It was awful. I I had the same thing happen to me. And the worst part of it was that my very, very small mother-in-law and future sister-in-law were with me. And I had to go out of the dressing room with my back hanging out because the dress didn't zip. And I felt like there for everyone to see, I'm too big. And it was horrible. Just the worst. Yeah. I was really lucky. I ended up only having my mom with me and Marcy and my mom's friend because my maid of honor and one of my bridesmaids couldn't make it. And the rest of them lived in another state. I'm, I live in Florida, was getting married in Florida, but I went shopping in New York. So I think that took a little bit of the pressure off. And I also had my five month old with me. Yeah. And so I don't know if that was like a mental crutch of like, okay, people see, I just had a baby. So maybe that changes things. But the reality is I think there are a few factors that could help in making you feel better. You know, whether it's having someone like you or your wedding planner with you, that's there to support you and to kind of be the intermediary between you and the people helping you with your dress. I know that at some places like Kleinfeld's, we had the most incredible experience. I got to work with Shay, who was unreal in making me feel like a princess no matter what. Whereas there were other places that weren't as mindful. And so step one is like, understand, have someone there to be your advocate and to like put a barrier between you and anyone who's not going to make you feel like you should be prepared to be a little uncomfortable you know, don't go into it thinking that everything is going to look fantastic because the reality is it might not. And so I'm always of the mind, like prepare myself for the worst and then get the best because it, you know, you can't be let down that way. And I would also say if you, if you can go shopping, not necessarily for wedding dresses, but like evening dresses beforehand and get to know silhouettes that suit you. If you're not someone who's used to evening wear, if it's not something that you are familiar with, or even if you've already lost 30 pounds and have more to go, so you don't know exactly what might work, educate yourself on what works best for you. And you'll be in in a better position to ask for dresses or like if they show you something you can know that may not look great on me, I don't even need to bother putting it on. Right. When you understand, like, you know, when you were saying in the beginning that you have a really clear understanding of your body and what looks good on you, that's fantastic. And a lot of women, I don't think actually have that in the same way. And it's important to get it before you start wedding dress shopping if you're not a sample size, because again, these dresses are small. They only have one sample in the store generally, and it's generally a bridal size eight, which really means it's a ready to wear size four. And it really doesn't fit anyone. And, you know, even if you're small, a size four, but you have a bigger bust, it doesn't fit you. You know, it's a real big problem, but it's also hard to see how the dress is going to fit. So you want to understand as much as you can about your shape and about what you feel comfortable in and what you 
really look good in your mind. And I'm a believer that it all comes from the inside, right? You know, if you can feel great on the inside in what you're wearing, then it's all going to be okay. But it's a great tip to understand the silhouettes. And sometimes it's even a matter of going to a store. You know, I think that there are stores like David's and like lower price stores that have a lot of sizes that designer boutiques just don't have. You know, sometimes I think people have luck either going and trying on evening wear, like you said, or going to a store that they wouldn't necessarily purchase a dress from just to understand the shapes. Absolutely. And also when you're looking online, like I knew where I was going shopping. And so I had already looked at their excluding Kleinfelds, I would say, because they have such a broad selection. I had an understanding of like what brands I wanted to try on, what dresses even from those brands were what I was thinking about. But I happen to be a, a, you know, crazy person who plans and makes lists and like has everything very meticulously planned out. But no matter what, if you go in with a plan and an idea, the people helping you will also be able to help you better because if they just have to start from nothing and start pulling things, they may not even think of the dress in the back that actually is perfect for you because they've had no direction. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely true. I think it's very hard for them to get to know you in three minutes and pull the right things for you if you don't know what you're looking for. So tell me, or well, actually, I know what you ended up with, but tell our listeners about what you ended up deciding after all of this. I got really lucky. I did two full days of dress shopping at five different locations. I thought I had maybe found my dress at Saks, but I wasn't sold on it. And so... We went to Kleinfeld's and we pulled up and there was a dress in the window and it had the bodice body shape I was looking for and a big full skirt it had some green on it that I wasn't sure, but there was lace. And I was like, I have to try that on. And we got inside and we got into the room and they pulled a bunch of stuff. And I was like, I, I need that dress from the window. And they brought it in and I was like, this is in the right direction. But I want no green, different fabric for the skirt. Can we do the trick? Like I, I went, I was like, this is right, but not right yet. I was really fortunate that Edgardo, um, the designer, was nearby. And so they brought him in and we ended up working with his original design and customizing it for what I wanted. And so I had a corseted body with a big giant skirt that then had a lace overlay and then I think my train was like... Oh, yeah. Probably one of the longest trains I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, Diana was 100% the reference and we had the lace overlay on the train. And so Edgardo built that to go with the dress. And then what he did was take the same bodice shape that he'd created for my aisle dress. And we created a second dress for this, the um, party. And it just fell and draped to the floor. And it was, I mean, and then my daughter had a, a matching little dress to mine, but it was perfect. It was everything I dreamed of, um, fit perfectly. But so to the same token, I went for my final fitting seven months later. I mean, we had like two weeks to completely refit the entire dress because I was 50 pounds lighter. Wow. And you know what, that is a, it's actually kind of a big problem. And we always try to encourage people to be their fighting weight for the first fitting. And it's not always possible and brides are going to lose weight. And that's just the reality of it. But it is challenging when you have to take a dress in continuously or that much, you know, it's, it's a lot. 
But Agardo, I mean, it's amazing. I feel like it's so serendipitous that he was close by and that you could come in. And it was really, I think you also had the right vision. Um, when people are trying to customize something or create a custom dress from scratch, I always feel like it's for 90% of people, it's not the right thing to do because they don't have the vision. You have to be really clear on what you want and like, okay, this is how I'm going to get it. And you were, and it's amazing. Yeah, it was definitely a very creative process. I'm just one of those people like, I know what I like, I know what fits, I know what works. And I, I knew what I was looking for and I hadn't seen it. And so I'm glad I also didn't settle for something because I was, I was about to, because I was so fed up with trying on dresses that didn't fit. I almost didn't want to go to Kleinfeld's. So please don't settle. It was also wonderful getting to work with someone who wanted to make me feel beautiful. And I think that that goes back to, to advocating and working with people that support you no matter what you look like. Cause sometimes they don't. To be honest, it just it it's in storage right now. Where um, I'm had on Paulette's, like they yeah. have to keep it all. But I would love to try my wedding dress on again and just go through that experience. That train was everything. Oh my god, it was amazing. I was also very glad we didn't have to bustle it. <laughs> oh my god, I, well I, I can't imagine having to put that thing on all night. Even just my dress without the train. Like I'm glad I had a dress that was more manageable <laughs> for the evening. Oh my gosh, yeah, um, I know came in handy. You know, coming full circle, tell me a little bit about your work at WW and what you're doing. And, you know, do you work with brides and and what is the advice that you're, you can kind of give women as they're considering whether or not they want to lose weight, whether or not they can lose weight, all of that. Absolutely. So I definitely work with brides. I work with everybody. I'm a one-on-one personal coach. So the beauty of WW is they offer all different levels of support based on what you feel you need, whether you just want um, a digital subscription and getting to use the app, our new program D360, which is kind of like a ton of personalized and supportive coach content groups, which is what WWE is really known for, or personal coaching. So getting on the phone with someone once, twice, whatever it is you'd like a week and talking through how you're doing, what's going on, support, troubleshooting challenges, and really... The beauty of WW is, look, I'm I'm someone that has dieted my entire life. And it wasn't until I joined WW and and worked the WW program that I actually had success that I've now maintained for five years, four or five years, um, including a second pregnancy. Because I didn't diet, I changed my relationship with food, with how I took care of myself, with how I looked at myself. And I loved myself, you know, I, it didn't matter what the number on the scale was anymore. It was how I felt, how I ate overall health and wellness. Um, and so the people I work with, I always say, set your goals, especially if you're a bride, right? You're getting married in a year. That's your end game. But what do you have to do along the line from a goal perspective to keep your focus, to keep your drive and also understand that like, that's one day. Yes. You want to feel great that day, but you're going to feel great the rest of your life when you're taking care of yourself, no matter how you look. I had a coach and she was so integral to my success because it's just someone to support you consistently and to walk you through the challenges you may face, but also celebrate with you when you find success, but it's personalized to you. It's someone you speak to weekly And someone that's already been there. You're not talking to a nutritionist who has spent their entire life a size four. You are talking to someone who understands how complicated and frustrating it can be to lose weight and whether the scale stalls or 
you are not seeing the success you want to, or you're like, I don't understand why I just, I should just give up. And the reality is if you give up, okay, you can be the same place you are right now in six months. Or if you just keep pushing, you have no idea where you may be six months from now. Yeah. I didn't know that Weight Watchers did any of that. It's really fascinating actually, because I, you know, like you have dieted my whole life, I've absolutely done stints in Weight Watchers and the one, the thing that I think of are those group classes, which were never something that felt good to me when I would go and sit in a room. Although I guess nobody sits in a room anymore, but like um, a virtual room or whatever, I just never felt like connected to any of the women or men, but, um, and then points. And that's really all I think about. And I'm, it sounds like it's changed a lot. It really has evolved. It's, it's comprehensive health and wellness. We have four pillars of our program. So it's not just food. It's activity. It's mindset. Sleep is our newest pillar, focusing on your sleeping habits because sleep is so incredibly integral that for good your at, health for sure. and well-being. Oh my God, I wish. I can't <laughs> wait for the day. It's coming, but I promise. The app from a tech perspective, this provides so much content and support. And the meetings now, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I'm like, you didn't feel connected. I had tried meetings years ago and didn't really find my fit, but now you can find moms. Um, you can find people that are regional to you. You can find people that have the same time frame that you're, you know, you can try any group around the country at any time. It's all available to you now through virtual. And so it's a totally different experience. And I think, and, and the new D360 experience, like personal coaching is just so incredible and helpful. It's just, it's evolved. And I think the beauty of it is it's not a diet. Like I, you know, people hear like, you go, you go for ice cream with your daughter every Sunday. And I was like, yeah, and I had a cheeseburger for lunch on Wednesday, but I also had a salad and I eat oatmeal every morning for breakfast. Like, it's just about figuring out what works for you long-term because the problem in my personal opinion with that quote unquote dieting is that you lose weight and then you're like, oh, I can go back to my life. And no, you can't because that's why you gain your weight back because you didn't change any of your habits. You just paused for a few months and then went right back to what got you there in the first place. So now I feel like it's like I'm constantly educating myself on ways I want to eat, ways to take care of myself, ways to, you know, I'm very right now in something called blue zone. So increasing my life longevity. But these are all things that I learned because WW introduced me to really caring about taking care of myself. That's amazing. I'm definitely going to check into it again and and take a look. I think a lot of people are in the uh, COVID-20 gain and something I'm thinking a lot about for the brides, but, you know, women in general, people in general, I think are coming out of this, like all of a sudden, okay, everyone's getting vaccinated. Thank God. And we're going to be able to come out again. And it's like, uh oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Right. I don't even think it's also about weight though. Like look at what the last year and a half almost right now or full year has taught us about how important taking care of our health is right. And taking control of our well being. If it's never been in our, I don't think it's ever been in our face in this kind of capacity. And so it's a big thing. And it's, it doesn't mean like just wait, it's how do we mentally take care of ourselves? How do we get more activity? And like we've all been stuck in our houses for a year. Like I, I don't know, I'm getting outside and walking has never felt more wonderful. And from a wedding perspective, I think so many look, my best friend had to move her wedding out a year. And that's hard. For anyone that's had to kind of reflect and change, you know, you may have had a dream of a 300 person wedding and now it's 20. 
So how do you make every moment feel incredibly special and exactly what you want it to be? Yeah, it's absolutely true. Thank you so much for being here today. And I'm excited. We're going to put together a little giveaway for you guys that you can find out more information on Instagram. Um, But thank you for spending time with us today, Lizzie. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about this. I'm so happy we could kind of bring some light to this conversation. Me, me too. Well, thank you. And Thanks for tuning in and I hope this was helpful. And as always, please DM if you have any questions and you can follow Lizzie on Instagram at Lizzie Sergi and uh, find her on Instagram to follow along and see the amazing things she's doing because it's, it's pretty phenomenal. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope it was helpful. I'd love to hear from you. So please reach out if you have any questions or if you just want to say hi. Either way, send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at the stylish bride. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. So you never miss an episode on how to be dressed, styled and down the aisle. Bye for now. Bye for now.